Here we go. Oh, we're going. We have Margot on the we table. Have Margo on the table. She's for under. the first for the first time in roommate pod history. I think in a while, at least. Uh, although Margot has is often on the table in what this we fuck. Mm-hmm. She's that's part of we don't start until Margot's on the table. Producer Margot. Um, she's not even moving, girl. She's right under my mic. She's under your mic stand. Making sure that it's as difficult to get to the things I need to get to, and that's yeah. okay. I'm sure. That's okay. That's okay. She's okay. Girl, you know, we'll. This is she's emotional support. She's good. She's you're both each other's emotional we support really are. animal. You know, it's gonna be devastating when she's gone, girl, because it's my baby. Yeah. Look at her. Damn, girl. are we gonna get into that right now? I just talk about it every time, girl, because it's it's nice. You're just like trying to prep yourself. You're just trying to not be surprised by it. You know. Oh, I won't be surprised. I'll just be sad. Should we Should we first introduce the thing before we cry? Yeah, start I guess. crying? I don't want to cry today. Uh, this is Adventures in Roommating, Roommate Pod. I'm Megan Tonjes. I'm Keith Batista. It's a podcast where we're a couple <laughs> of friends. I have... It's rare for me to see Megan this... I don't want to say tired, but yeah. I think you're just I'm like... You've it. got a lot of shit going on. I got a lot of shit going on. Power downtown. I'm right also... Now. Leaving for a month in a few days. Yeah, you're real excited about everything, and I'm just power. Yeah, down. I'm excited. You're powered down. Well, you also have like. I have a shoot tonight. Yeah, you got other shit to do I got besides. Shit to do. I got a dog that I'm worried about. I'm still ordering stuff. I still got stuff arriving today, two days before I'm leaving. Yeah. I don't even think I, think, I need any I of this. I think I got something arriving today too because I ordered another. I gotta go to um, Best Buy. I ordered another I outlet to CVS thing again. when I couldn't find mine yesterday, so now I'll have two of them. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm going to Tokyo. And I'm going to Southeast Asia. <laughs> Four different countries. Thailand, Cambodia, Laos, and Vietnam. We sound so fancy. Mm-hmm. International travelers. At least you're being if, paid for your trip. <laughs> true. I am being paid for my trip. The, the trip is being paid for, and then I'm being paid to talk. A speech that I have yet to write, that I was supposed to write, and I, was, I said I would have done by Thursday, but I do not. So they want to see it. We first. got a we got a twelve hour flight to get our shit together, and that's when. How soon happen. after you land do you? The next day. Make this. Oh shit! <laughs> I get Even in. At the good old college. I have dinner and go to bed, and then uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm constantly in college. College never ends, really. I'll, I'll, you know, every every year I'm like, is this the year I'm not going to be a full on procrastinator? And it's not. One year. Yeah. I waited on taxes a long time this year. Well, my usual amount of time. But I will say that I was less stressed about the process than I have been. Good. So there was that. Bright side. Bright side. Um, But, you know, have I done the extra mile of, like, going through my shit every month and, like, doing everything beforehand? No, certainly not. (laughs) Certainly not. Yeah, Margo must be nervous, girl. She's got to be, like, at least by today, apps. Because I knew a few years ago there was apps where you just take a picture of a receipt. Yeah, and like the, the the feature was that the app would just figure it out for you. Yeah. Like it would read your receipt for you and then like be able to put all your shit into like a Yeah, they got QuickBooks. Some sort I of got database, QuickBooks. You know? I got I got all this stuff, but it's still it's not quite you still need a person putting stuff in. And mm-hmm. uh, it also you still need a person specifying what it is for. So right. you know, fun as it ever was. Um remember, do you remember your parents balancing their checkbooks? Barely, yeah. I remember my of. mom doing that like every month and was very anal about it. Yeah, I remember my mom doing it, but I don't, you know, who knows? Who knows? Money. What were they doing? What Just do you mean? making sure what, what, do you mean? what were they doing? the money they spent was the money they spent? Well, they didn't have like electronic bank accounts, but they didn't have like you could go what on were your they computer. Checking? They were just checking to make sure that... They were All right. the money was accounted for, I guess. Well, right? the, it's the only way that they could they could make sure that they had what they had and that everything was correct. Like, you you would have to go to the bank and see how much money you had in the bank. Oh. You couldn't like go online and be like, "Oh, I have this. Oh, this got taken out." Your your only way of tracking what you were paying for bills was, was manually. Check. Yeah. So every time you wrote a check, you would also have to like. Yeah, and there's carbon copy and the everything. carbon copy, yeah. and then like balance your checkbook. Yeah, just to keep track of like. Huh. How much money you have? Wow! Welcome. How far we've come? Yeah, girl. girl I, I, I check it on my computer in my pocket now. I got multiple apps. I got my um, a friend. You just of deposited mine. a check through your phone. I did. <laughs> That's great. You tried to fuck with me. I yelled at it. <laughs> you were so. It tried to tell me that I had to have a darker background, and I said, yeah, Bitch, girl, "You're gonna take this it's fucking check." It's a light check with a you're white gonna table, take girl. This fucking check. <laughs> you, you see you this? Frighten me, girl. I feel you like when shit gets real. Pink fucking check. Who cares if you're you got white around it? it? You're gonna take it. 
Who cares if you if it's white or brown? You so see aggressive. the numbers, right? You see the numbers, right? Maybe it can. You see the Maybe numbers. Maybe can differentiate the right? edge of I the I can check. see it through the camera, <clears throat> so why can't it see it through well, the camera? Well, it you know, it's still well, not it sound, you know, Listen, I've, I forced I forced fed that fucking check, and <laughs> it, better, it better not. I said as it went through, I said, you better not even talk back to me about it either. I better not get any messages saying, we can't girl. see Don't the throw signature. It out yet. Yeah, I'll keep it, but I better not hear fucking anything about it. That's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. I mean, that check's going in and it's immediately going out because I got to pay something. But, you know, as it does, money in, money out. Mm-hmm. Stayed up late last night. I did so many. Th- Girl, let me show you my to-do list from <laughs> from before I leave, which there oh are other God. things that should had, be on it. I had three different to-do lists. <laughs> but, like, I had a weird dream last night, too. Look at this. Oh, Look. hell yeah. Oh, shit. Use the Notes app. All right. All Fuck right. yeah, use the Notes app. It's so cool. I use the Reminders app. Um. I edited my Adam and Eve video. I sent Google an invoice. I got travel insurance. I sent Adam and Eve an invoice and a link to the video. I scheduled our podcast episodes and I put them on Patreon in advance. Boom, boom, boom. I put up a, a video of extra stuff I want the sweet fuck. I uploaded a Spotify cover so we could go live on Monday and then I, I like scheduled this. I like the video for Monday. Look at this Capricorn. Monday. I scheduled my uh, I scheduled a video to go my birthday, which is Tuesday. I wrote out a list of how to take care of Margot for my mom and I got Margot food. There you go. And I still got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, like eleven things. One of them being write a fifteen-minute speech. <laughs> <laughs> so, and laundry. And I have a film shoot tonight, and I'm tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. I have an idea for you, girl. Yeah, what's your idea? Completely non sequitur. Okay. Have you heard of Gordon Sondland? No. Does that name ring a bell? No. No so, bells are rung. I know it's going to sound real boring at the beginning. Yep. But I'll uh, get there. I'll read, the name sounds boring. Gordon Sondland is the ambassador to the EU. Wow, I already checked out. He's sort of caught up in this whole Trump phone call thing. Yeah, I'm just waiting until I get an official, he's impeached, and then I can celebrate. I think it's happening. I think it's going to happen. Oh, um, finally. But just yesterday, it was revealed through a deposition <clears throat> that Sondland called Trump to tell him some shit. Basically, mm-hmm. he's quoted as saying... Trump is like, does the president of Ukraine like me or something like that? And Gordon Sondland responds, and I'm paraphrasing. This is completely. fucking high school. Did he sign Gordon my yearbook? Gordon Sondland responds with, he loves your ass. And I feel like you can take that and make a shirt. He loves your ass. <laughs> yeah, he Booty says he revolution. loves your ass. You know, I don't even know. It was know trending how, on Twitter yesterday. I was going to say, non sequitur to the max, girl. I don't even know how you got there. But I'm into it. Yeah, I don't know, girl. You were just talking about some shit, and uh, I, I was talking about being productive, and ass, you were I like guess. ass. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, to I'm me. just I've been real obsessed with this impeachment. Yeah. Shit I can, going I, on. girl. It's. It, I feel like. Uh, just trying you, to like. I can hear from Maria your Ivanovich killed it yesterday. Yeah, you. I've been hearing it, and it reminds me of like when your family used to listen to, like the radio all the time, like mm-hmm. to get the news and stuff like that, and everyone would be like listening to the radio. Mm-hmm. It's like you're kind of pick. I'm like picking up, kind of, but not really, because it all. It's too much. Yeah, too I much just like for me. I'm just like I'm just very interested in that stuff. Yeah. Mostly because like I want to see. I just want to see. Yeah, it's like good. it's crazy watching because it is a show. You know, on so both f- sides. You know, what's so funny is that when we were like middle school, there was an impeachment happening, and I remember that. Yeah. I remember it ish, but I didn't really understand. I didn't know the process, so I guess as an adult now to. Yeah. To watch it happen. Wow. Yeah, we've lived to we we've lived through. Probably looking back, being like. Politic was a blowjob back then. <laughs> it didn't. It started. It was. I, you know, I really don't know much about it, but well, I think it was I feel like well, it, there was more to that it, than I feel that. Like it started with like a weird banking error, mm-hmm. and it led to yeah, 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 him using a cigar and a semen on a dress or something like that. Yeah, things like that. Ooh, Monica Lewinsky's really made a comeback, man. She has. Yeah, she makes makes these speeches and shit. She makes me think. I was like, goddamn, you really were like patient zero for yeah, for yeah. The frenzy, like pre-social media, really. Yeah, I mean, and she got known the everywhere. The equivalent of the shit um, back then, anyway. Yeah, especially Amazing. with the tabloids and all that. Yeah, poor girl. Yeah, that was not fun. I'm for Team her. Lewinsky, man. I'm here. Who did <laughs> they just announce? I think Clive Owen is playing. They're doing um, another American Crime Story. Uh, oh, about the Bill shit. Clinton impeachment. Oh shit! And I think Clive Owen's playing oh, uh, no. Bill Clinton, which I feel like is a strange choice, but I'm curious. I'm okay. I get it. I could see it. I just says he has such a distinct British voice, and so does Bill. And Bill Clinton has a very distinct Southern. Yeah, but he doesn't have a British voice in. Um... Oh, I always uh... mix up Clive Owen with the other with the Scottish guy too. What's What's the movie with Julia Roberts and? 
heart me the money. No, pay you, me. You hadn't watched. No, you hadn't watched it. I, and I, I don't remember. I think we watched it together, in um, Jude Law. Closer. Yeah. Oh my God, girl, that's one of my favorite movies. I think you've shown me. You're welcome. That was such a good. I love play movies. It's a up movies movie. that are adapted from plays yeah. that like are just so good at the dialogue. Yeah. And it's, the acting it's is snappy. so good. It's snappy. And it's dirty. Oh my it is God. Dirty. Clive Owen is dirty it's as hell. Dirty. <laughs> I had a little I had a little crush on Clive Owen. Of course, girl. The oldest man in the movie <laughs> who's I got an edge. <laughs> don't appreciate you. I once uh <laughs> my manager gives me shit for that too. Um for what? For older Being men, older yeah, gruff men. yeah. I, I, you know, we t- we talk about the horoscopes <laughs> in my management relationship, and so I sent the the breakdown of someone that I had a crush on, and when she saw, I don't know where there's some placement is, you can see how old they are. Uh, Dan was like horrified by it, like they were just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "I can't." <laughs> I cannot, and so now I get shit all the time about, like, an old man. I, you know, there's got to be at least a nine-year age difference, I guess. I don't know. It's, you know, it's, I don't care about any men, but if I'm going to care about them, I hope they're close to death so I don't have to deal with them for very long and just pass, pass them on, you know? But I think maybe digging deeper. Oh, God, don't. And I don't think this is exclusive <laughs> to, like, young women and older men, but I feel like there is that element of, like, when you look at someone as someone who, like, is experienced, older, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> is sort of gruff yeah. and, like, closed off. When you deal with enough men in the 20s and 30s, <clears throat> you're over it. Um, but, like, when you see that small sign of, like, oh, there's a good heart in there, right? Or there's yeah. a good soul. Like, I feel like that's... It's beauty and the beast. You kind of want that. You want to be the one, right, to like break him open, or vice versa. Like, yeah, I think that's true that's, for men too. And, and yeah, and it's women. the quickest way to get into something codependent. I'll tell you oh, that it's much. Not it's, it's, uh, it's the it's it's the least. Just because it's done a lot does not mean it's a smart thing to do. <laughs> it's the quickest way to get disappointed. But you know, um, but I remember even my ex telling me that towards the beginning, where she was like, she was like, I like how you're really affectionate with me and only me. Mm. You know what I mean? Interesting. And I, was, I thought that was an interesting, because I feel like I'm not not affectionate, but also I'm not like, uh, I don't know. I mean, we some hug people like once every quarter, some people <laughs> hug a lot or like a very yeah. like touchy, Yeah, <clears throat> which is fine. I don't like to be touched too much. Um, I really don't. I think it just depends. Yeah. On the I'm individual. a hugger. I'm a hugger in the beginning, but I just don't, yeah, I don't, you I don't like for the hug. I don't like being like hung on and touched all the time. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I guess that's not really normal, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 res- I respect it, but I mean... <laughs> Maybe because like, I'm just like colder to other people. Although I'm working on my kindness. I've been working on my kindness She's like, you're year. mean to other people and you're nice to me and I like that, which is the signal of not good things. <laughs> yeah, it didn't feel like that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm definitely not... Maybe it's more of... I mean, it's in a, a nicer package. On the whole, the I'm not idea. like an aggressive Maybe it's just person. like a... It's a signal of like, oh, you must really like me because you... Express I'm yourself. Making the, I'm being vulnerable with her. Yeah. Yeah. It was a vulnerability that I opened up with, which I think is. Yeah. Normal. I've also. For romantic, I've, I've fallen into plenty of situations though where I was like, they don't. N- no one likes them. They don't get along with people. They're misunderstood, but they yeah. like me. Yeah. Yes. And none of those things ended well. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm even drawn to those like. Sometimes you got to pay to attention to the, the fact think, that they don't like anyone. No one likes them. But it's I a think, signal. I think you and I also have like an affection for the misfit, you know, like mm-hmm. I remember I went to Spain for a class trip um, and there's this one guy, his name was Derek, maybe something with a D. Of course it was. It's um, always a Derek. <laughs> So he's a Derek or And he was Darren. the one that just always spoke his mind and like really didn't give a shit about what mm-hmm. other people thought about him and thus came off. Probably abrasive to some people, but mm-hmm. like he wasn't, he was being authentic, right? He wasn't lying. He wasn't. And so my friend Mike and I, like, I don't know, we just had like a connection with him. Yeah. And like other people did too, but there was definitely some in the group that just didn't like him because he was just oh, so sure. like, that's stupid. Why you, why you, you know, he would just, he would just say what it was on his mind. Which I always liked, I, my favorite teachers in school were the ones that didn't like students. <laughs> the ones that were like extra sarcastic. I had a Spanish teacher that would just like talk shit. Like he would ask us, like, what did we, what was our favorite restaurant or something? We have to answer in Spanish, and then McDonald's. we'd answer, and then he talked shit. In no, Spanish, I said Outback, and he talked shit. He just went. What did he say? I think he said something about I don't remember exactly, but it was like he was talking shit about how they don't they don't season their, their food. Meat. Yeah, it was like a whole. He just broke it down, and I sat there and I was like, 
just smiled. I was like, okay, see. <laughs> no say. Did he do that like as a joke to everybody? He just, I think he was just having a great time. Yeah. He was like, they don't even, they barely know what I'm saying and I'm talking shit. He was having a great time. Oh, sweet. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And he would just, he was just like very, um, you know, like if he called and you didn't answer, he was going to, he was going to, it just his energy was going to make you feel kind of stupid, but in a way that you also wanted his validation. Can we talk about this dog right Girl, now? You are cradling her cradling head. Her head in she your rested hand. her head in my hand. Her eyes are barely open. Yeah, she's loving it. She's loving it. Oh, it's an important picture. That's how we do podcasts here. We got producer Margo on the table. She's loving it. She is. Daddy Keith has taken a photo. She looks like a little snake that I just caught, like a little lizard. Okay, now let's lay your little head down. Oh my! Oh my girl! I've never met a dog that just wants to sit on tables. Like it's just—it's oh fascinating. God. She just wants to be as close. Oh, you're gonna bend. You're gonna—you're gonna go back into me. Okay, well, I guess we're cuddling while we're doing this. This is the best. We should have done this earlier. Love podcasting with the puppy dog. Um, oh, ooh. speaking of puppy dogs. Jesus oh, Christ. They're all coming out, girl. God There's like the whole pack. three new pups. The whole pack, man. Gotta let Margo out there and show them. Margo, she's, she's the matriarch. Margo doesn't give a fuck. There was another dog that came up to her yesterday that kept trying to sniff at her. And Margo was just looking at her. Not into it. And then when she went away, Margo went and followed. Mm. Like wanted to still want You know she just She plays it cool man You've seen the video Of that puppy That's like Stalking that little cat And then mm. the cat turns around The puppy like Pretends to be like Scratching his ear No And the cat turns around again And he starts like Hunting the cat again No but it's it sounds cute. like Something I probably would it's I probably really probably have seen But maybe I've just seen too many Yeah girl You probably You probably flooded the market With cute, I'm over cute here. animals girl. Yeah I got too many Cute animals Now you feel nothing again Now it's gonna be like Really weird porn mm. <laughs> Um yeah, girl, I just, you know, I just love my puppy dog. But I love all the little cute puppy dogs, too. There's so many Shih Tzus that I follow on Instagram. How do you feel about, um, maybe not so pleasant uh, dogs? What do you mean, not so pleasant dogs? I mean, some dogs are very nice and, 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 and kind, but some of them are real loud. Listen, I feel the same way. Energetic. I feel the same way about <laughs> dogs as I do about kids. <laughs> if it's not mine, I don't really give a fuck about it. Yeah. But if it's really cute... yeah. I might stop. I might stop and, and entertain. But um I'm I'm like I can go over to Nick's house any day, see Warden, and never think of Warden for the rest of the day. Like I like to give Warden shit. The fact that Warden wants so desperately for my approval, I'm just like not gonna give it. He just wants your love. He does want my love, but he's a little too he's a little too much about it. Margo he's a wants, big dog too. He is a big dog. Yeah, I'm not a big dog person. I had I had a golden retriever when I was younger and he was great, but then you but know they're also like really Traumatically, one of the better family put pets. down. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah. Just you know, so I just I like my dogs when I have them. Margo's the best. Do you see yourself getting like a mid-sized dog? Mm, like uh, not really. I don't know. I mean, I'm open to whatever. Like if I come across a dog and I'm like, we have a connection and whatever. But I really like Shih Tzus. Yeah. I really, I think I found my dog. I um, think I would want not a small dog now. Finally. Yeah. Like a medium. I don't think I would want a large either. Yeah. Something like a medium. This Again, is, I keep going back is, to pit bulls. This is Keith's future bachelor life where he's got a gray pit bull. I'm going to take that pit bull out on like some hikes. Yeah. Oh my God, it'd be so great. I just think, oh my God, I, just think I, I almost like, I, I think I'll have another dog at some point. But part of me also thinks like maybe I won't because she was just so good, man. Like... I mean, the fact, the fact that yeah. like food can just be there, things can just be there. She doesn't go. I've She's had, very easy. I've known, I've had animals where it's like they just stay, they go in everything, and they can't. It's just so much. Yeah, I mean, it would be like, Ugh, I don't, so much. I mean, look, I just, just yeah, think realistically about it. Like, you know, I don't. I mean, you may find a dog that's as chill as her. Yeah. But I still feel like. You're probably not. <laughs> probably not. You might man. get one similar, but I still think yeah. There's I think be... if I if I I would look for a similar temperament from when she was a puppy. Like she was pretty like just standoffish, chill. Well, I think not yeah. Really, I said pay attention to those I kind know. of dogs. What's you know. Wrong? Why are you breathing like that? You can't be leaning on me, girl. You're trachea. Oh, here comes a yeah. cough. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Ooh, ooh. Oh, okay. You guys are hearing. Okay. 
This is a cough. I've never heard this. Oh, there it is. Yeah, she got a collapsed trachea. It's okay. She does like this gag thing at the end all, all the time. It's okay. Yeah, I knew you shouldn't Maybe be like... Maybe she's just hacking up a hairball. I knew she shouldn't be pressing on me like that, but she was. Mm. There you go. We're okay. We're okay. Little baby dog. Anyway, my mom's watching her while I'm in Tokyo. So... But Your mom's got this place to herself. I know, a little apartment. Living the L.A. dream. Gonna have to show her a few things before I leave. Yeah, girl. What are you gonna show, <laughs> are you gonna show her? Just in case it gets cold, I want to know how to get the heat on. Oh, yeah, teach, teach her the heat. Um, Write it down. I wrote down I don't know. I'll think of other things. Yeah. Point out, point out which... Okay. Okay. I Ooh, know. Little, little... I know. I know. You was pressing on that throat. I know. Loosen it up. Loosen it up. When you Google the word Pitbull, mm-hmm. uh, images of the dog pop up as well as the American rapper Pitbull. Oh, good. I didn't know he was American. Well, there, of course he is American, girl. I thought he was from... Uh, is he not? Oh, no, he is. Is he Puerto Rican? Well, what? <laughs> <coughs> Puerto Rico is America, girl. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> That's a little geography lesson for the rest of the BBs. I don't know if... Yeah, that's interesting. We never, you know, we never think about it because we live in a in a in a world. Do you think Puerto Ricans consider themselves American? Like, would they say I'm American? I mean, I'm not Puerto Rican, so I can't answer that. I have no idea. But I'm sure there are people that are Puerto Rican live in Puerto Rico. I think there's a a lot of pride about one's culture. Yeah, but I mean, I think being American, obviously, there are many cultures that people are proud of while still being American. Yeah. Yeah. My Italian heritage. Yeah. I should get more into my Scottish heritage. I don't care about any of my heritages. Uh, I mean, well, it's you've interesting. got some dark shit in your heritage. Stuff's inter- <laughs> it's, yeah, it's interesting to look at like the twenty three and Me's and the Ancestry dot coms. I was going through. Mm-hmm. I got like an email the other day about connections to whatever, and this guy Lem Bowen, and which I think is like on my I can't remember if my mom's or my dad's side, and he was like w- working Cuban. working in Detroit uh, around. Uh, Ford and stuff like that and apparently had some kind of falling out with Ford because he refused to ride into Ford and there's like this whole story about how he was like forced to get into one and like whatever and he's just like a, a I guess a big person in Detroit who knows but it's like it's one of those things where it's like it's interesting to know that stuff of like who you're related to or whatever but at the same time I think yeah but that doesn't mean I would have liked him like probably were who knows I think could um, be anything probably racist probably sexist yeah, but I don't know if that's a, you know, that's looking at one side. I think what's interesting is mm-hmm. Watchmen, actually, I think the show, the main character, just like an element of like heritage going on in, in, in the in the show. Mm-hmm. And through like, she like submitted some sort of DNA from some other person, I think, to this machine. They're like, we just discovered a new branch of your family tree. Mm. Would you want to go see it? And so she, she goes to like this museum type thing and she puts in her little thing and like it literally like it's a, you know, it's a sci-fi kind of show. So mm-hmm. it's literally like a tree of her whole family. And then like you see like this branch that hasn't yet been added yet. And I don't know, it's just really interesting to see like the theme of that episode too is just like your family lineage mm-hmm. and your heritage. So I, I think it is important to people. I even if they have like racist or shitty ancestors well, and they mostly do um i yeah, think it's go back far enough everyone's an asshole i think it's it's interesting but i just don't feel as connected to it as maybe i did when i was younger when i was interested in it because you kind of feel like oh i want to know where i'm from and i want to know like you know do these things like do was i related to a musician was i related to whoever and blah, blah blah i think that stuff's interesting but i also i think the older i get the less um the, the less interested in it I am because I just feel like I don't know like I feel disconnected from it I just feel Were you like raised in how do I word this like when I was growing up like being Italian was like a part of mm-hmm. my family like it was mm. ingrained um no my grandma not so much anything uh, else but Italian you know we have we're Irish and German and um it was like being Irish probably a, a mix thing? of like Irish. St. Patrick's Day particularly important yeah, to your family. Yeah, but I also you know don't I mean? know if it was more of just like my family trying to hold on to something that they weren't really connected to. Like, yeah, like we're, you know, it, my grandma grew up in the South, and mm-hmm. so like she cooked Southern food and yeah. things like that. But then there would be maybe elements of, um, um, it's okay, 
It's okay. Of like uh, cabbage and different things that just like different. It was just like an interesting mix of recipes. But yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like. I mean, it's why I took Italian in high school over Spanish. I feel like sometimes, like, people, not just in my family, but, like, really will be like, well, you know, we're, we're this, this, and this. And for us, it's like, yeah, we are, but we're not really connected to it. So I kind of roll my eyes at it a little bit of, like, I don't know, it just feels like... You just weren't raised in Yeah, because then you, cause then you meet people in Ireland who look at us that are, are like, <laughs> you're trying to con- be connected to something that you don't even know. Like, it's not... That's an interesting way. If you're not... If you're not really raised in a culture of it and you're just like random white American who's like, well, you know, I am 30% Irish and like maybe if I go to Ireland. But again, I think that's distinct from someone who was like entrenched in that growing up, right? That's why I just said that. That's why I said that. Yeah. So it's like I think that there's a a difference between like you find out something and you're like, oh, okay, well, I'll go over there and I'm I'm Irish now. And I think if you say that to someone who's from Ireland, they're going to look at you like you're American, (laughs) like your ties to this. Yeah. Like genetically you're, you are related to people that came from here, but you're not inherently connected to the culture of it or the place of it. It's more of, um, I I, I understand why I think that's maybe one person, but I think there's other people that would be like, Oh, welcome. Like, Tell me about your family. Like, I want to know, like, where are well, they from, from this town yeah, in Ireland I think there's or something a, there's like a, that. There's a variety of reactions, but I do, from what I've seen and who I follow, I think that there are a lot of people who kind of roll their eyes a little bit at Americans just being like, oh, and I'm this and I'm this and and um, using it as a way to kind of be like, oh, well, I can do this and I can say this and I can be here. And it's like, okay, you know, there are yeah. people that are actually in that country. And but again, so, I feel like that's a very specific. Okay. I mean, yeah, I know. I agree. I agree that there's... I'm sorry. I'm, not, I'm trying to have a I, conversation. I'm not trying no, to... No, I know. But I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm acknowledging that like, I think that there is a mix of of reactions to it. But I think there's also a very valid um, perception of like people grabbing hold of identities when they don't really, they don't really know the history or the culture and and they're probably saying things that are uh, offensive Mm -hmm. to people that are actually in that culture because they, all they know of Irish or whatever, is kind of like, you know, Ooh, four leaf clovers and leprechauns. And, and so I understand why there would be offense to that of like, and, sure. and also, I understand the other side of like trying to trying to feel uh, more connected into the world to to maybe your past, but also I think my perspective is that I'm American and I have all these connections to all these places and that's great. But I and maybe because of my own experience, I don't feel as dictated by people in my family from before me. For me, and granted, because I've been disowned and all these things, I just think my viewpoint is more of like. That's interesting, but like my life, and there are certain things that might be influenced by that, but like my life is kind of my own and it's my duty to make sure that I'm not picking and choosing things um, without understanding them. So it's just more of like a, you know, my person and interesting to know, but claiming, I'm just very hesitant to claim certain things that I don't necessarily know just because also, like I took a test and now I'm like, oh, well, also, I'm this and so I'm, I'm connected to this country. It also fucks up families too when they think they're one thing, but mm-hmm. they find out, oh no. <laughs> or there's like a whole side uh, of them that isn't. There was a whole thread of white girls finding out they're white. It, I was watching... White girls <laughs> finding out they're white? A 23 and me being shocked by the fact, like being upset that they're ju- they're not anything else and or finding that they're like 0.1% I just like African, the old people who And are, then like clapping yeah. about it. And it's just... It's, like old uh, Italians finding out oh, there's a little bit of maybe African American or African in their blood. It's so yeah, good. it's... it's <laughs> It's it's fascinating. It's like the either the the racism jumps out and or the um, the weird desire of like oh I'm point one percent this now I can say the n word and it's like no that's not how quite that works. Um, so it's just I think yeah. th- I think that's why people are hesitant about those kind of things because people are like oh I'm ten percent this and then they I don't think that's why kind of, everyone is hesitant. I'm not saying it's because everyone is hesitant. I just have to believe I'm that's saying, a small. I don't think like, it's as small as you think, though. I think that there are a good amount of people that... Well, it also seems like very, like... It seems like kids. We're talking about kids. Like, oh, I don't I'm, know if a... I'm not talking about kids. I'm talking about people. A 37-year-old person would be like, oh, I could say the N-word now that I have, like, 5% African in me. Like, that sounds like Twitter to me. There are, like, 60-year-old people that find out stuff and I'm then they start throwing stuff I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I think beyond what people could do when they find out information mm-hmm. isn't necessarily... 
I'm not saying that every person... Something that should be against, like, someone trying to find out their heritage and and where they came from. I get it, but I'm saying there are extremes on both sides. There are extremes of people that just don't care or do care entirely in different ways. But I'm saying that, like, I'm not necessarily looking at it from the perspective of, like, oh, I found out all this information and, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm also considering the perspective of people who live in these countries and these cultures who see someone take a test and are, like... Okay, but there's a lot more to than just what your American version or idea is of this thing. And so I understand that there is probably on some level. Um, so what's let the me word ask that I'm a question. For? Okay. Let's say an Italian family moves to America mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. Um, with like two kids. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Those kids grow up, they're, for all intents and purposes, they're, they're American mm-hmm. and they have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe. In another generation, they have kids, right? So, like, mm-hmm. three generations in, we're in, like, maybe getting close to 2,100. Mm-hmm. Those third or fourth generation kids who are Americans mm-hmm. suddenly want to be like, where are we come from? Okay. I want to know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they should feel, like, any reason why they shouldn't do it. I'm not saying they shouldn't do it, but what I'm saying is that they also have to have the perspective of... I've grown up in this country, and I but may or think, may not have a do connection. Do you think those third-generation Italians? Who probably at this point, I would, would imagine, because of the culture here, aren't just strictly Italian. I mean, you have you've three or four generations in, and so there's a variety so like, of... They of, find out their, their parents or their great-great-parents have moved mm-hmm. here. They're from, like, Naples. Okay. And they're like, oh, my God, like... Let's go to Naples and like visit and see where they came from. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I imagine when people do yeah. this kind of stuff. I understand like, you know, like you said, there's good and bad on every side of thing and there are mm-hmm. extremes on every side of thing, but I still don't know if that's like what the I'm way s- to look at looking up your heritage, I mm-hmm. find to be like, go for it. Like well, there's no harm in finding out that. What you do with that information after the fact is I think a distinct I don't think we're disagreeing here. Um, I don't think that I'm, I'm not saying don't look at where you where your family comes from and don't go visit and don't go. What I'm saying just is don't that be an asshole with it, what I'm saying is, is that don't don't go in with these preconceived notions of what it is, and then also be aware that you you are you have to come in with a. I'm talking about this as I mean I think an openness to the fact that like you are going to be looked at by someone from that country when you come in and you say, well, I'm this. And they're like, so what you're, you're connected is, to this. Yes, absolutely. So but you're you also is, are American. You also have all these other influences and you haven't necessarily grown up here. So there are things that you might not understand are conflicts, religion. They're just, I think there's just an openness that needs to be had of like, I'm here to learn and I'm connected to it, but I don't have firsthand experience of this in the way that my ancestors did. So I'm here. Yeah, I still maybe just don't understand I'm not saying don't. I'm not saying, saying don't do it. I'm just saying that like don't. I'm not saying don't go and look forward and and and. But I'm just saying to take a test and then all of a sudden be like I am this thing and then like that's my entire identity. I think is missing sure. out on the fact that you are exactly who you were and now you're opening another chapter of like information about where your family came from. But that's still not your necessarily your firsthand experience. And so there's an openness that needs to happen as you're learning about it. To understand right. that, like you, <clears throat> but it you just are seems connected like, to that. It just seems like there's an assumption that this person is completely and utterly ignorant of everything. I'm not and making that, that assumption. It just seems like the go-to sort of response to someone who like figures out their particular thing is mm-hmm. like, don't immediately assume that that is who you are as a person and think you can say these words and like go to this place and like you know offend these people. Mm-hmm. Whereas. It just seems like it's a, an awareness. It seems like a, I'm saying have an awareness. It just seems, I don't know, like preemptively reactive. I don't know. I can't okay. even find like the word for it. But well, I would um, say I would say that it's using discernment and having awareness about the fact that like that it is exciting to find out information, but also like I think that's sort of. I would hope it's common sense. I understand. Yeah, I would hope it's common sense, but I don't think I don't think that necessarily people always think about that because. It it's not talked about in um maybe in an open enough forum or mm-hmm. a calm enough way, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying that like I think that before you rush in to new inf- what you have new information about your family and you learn things, 
before you completely just say, okay, well, this is me now. I mean, you can say that. It's fine. But I'm saying that, like, there's... Once you know more about, I think, um, your lineage, I believe that there is also a responsibility to the closer you get to it, the more education you have to have about it and the more learning that goes into it in the openness. So what I'm saying is that... What I'm really saying is that I just think that as Americans, we also have to understand that like we're all here for a variety of different reasons. We're not all immigrants because some people, a lot of us are immigrants. We descended from immigrants unless you're Native American. Or African American. I mean, people were, people didn't immigrate here. People were stolen. That's how, that's how many people view it. That's what I'm saying. The only Natives would be the Native Americans. So, but like, I think that... I lost my train of thought, but I think it's actually especially important for people of color, especially like people who come from slavery backgrounds, because they have no idea what their heritage is. Yeah. And so, in order to like find out, oh, I'm from this part of of mm-hmm. Africa, is like so important. I feel like. Yeah. So why wouldn't it also be important to other people too, who actually have an idea but like would like to know even more? I don't think it's about knowing more. I think it's about understanding that your experience in in a country and in your identity isn't inherent you don't inherently just have the knowledge most of us of what's happening in that country or what has happened in that country and so i'm just saying that there's an openness that has to happen of 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 learning as opposed to um, being an ignorant American, being like, I'm Irish this now. This is me now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it, no, I get that, it, yeah. So that's, that's all I've been saying this whole time is just... No, I know, but I, th- I just strikes me as interesting that that, like... Here's what I'm saying. Like I think the, that the, we can the, feel... The, the moment... Some, let me finish. The moment bring up this idea of 23andMe or your heritage, mm-hmm. like the first thing that comes to your mind is this, mm-hmm. which is interesting to me. That's well, I, I mean, I, I was specifically... I feel like there's so much that... Yeah, can but, be positive from this. Okay. And I think it's important to say what you're saying. To yeah. be like, hey, like if you find out you're, you know, a quarter Chinese, it doesn't mean <laughs> yeah. you're gonna the, be able to like, you're just like do what you want in that within that culture, say what you want, or you know, what I'm saying X, is y, you, you can ultimately do whatever you want, but understand that when when you are grabbing on to a connection to something that there is a learning process. There is, there is, um, I, I keep saying openness, but yeah, I, I, I just, I just think that, um, you don't want to, like, sometimes we look at it in a, a very like, okay, well this is me now and cool, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll, I'll take what I want and leave what I don't. Yeah, and yeah. I think that people can do that. What I'm saying is that there are consequences to that in, in the way that you, if you go to a country and you're Excuse like, me. well, I am this because I took a test and, and, and I'm here to connect. There are going to be people that are very open to that. And there are also going to be people that are very hesitant to deal with you because you're like, uh, sure. like, so, and I think that that's just the reality is that like an awareness of the fact that your identity may be may be connected to this, but also your firsthand experience is in a, in a, a world that is also not necessarily connected to historically and whatever else is happening in that country. Sometimes it is. I mean, listen, people come over here and traditions get passed down and families stay connected to certain things. Mm-hmm. Some don't. You see a lot of kids of immigrants that don't know how to speak the language and don't. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying sure, to reconnect yeah. to that because their parents tried raised, to assimilate. Right, right. And the so, parents like didn't want them to know how to speak yeah. the language. Yeah. So I think it's just a little bit of stepping outside of ourselves and not necessarily being like, well, this is how I define. And this is, it's just more of like, I'm a person. These are my experiences and this is the connection with my family, but I can observe and look at this and learn this without necessarily needing to like throw on the tropes of this because all of a sudden yeah. I feel entitled because of a percentage on a test. So I think that it's just, it's, education on when you have these, when you get this information, what you do with it and how you move forward with it. And, um, you know, and maybe as you get older, you become more aware of it, but just an understanding that like you going, if, if someone comes to a country without any understanding of what's happening in that country or how they feel about Americans at all, uh, I think there's just a sensitivity of understanding that there's a bridge there that needs to, that can be built or may not be built. And it's just you're learning well, I also things think, about. Like you said, it just depends on the individual. I mean, yeah. If if I go to let's say Italy, and uh, I don't know, I don't know. Like I go to like my uncle said that our hometown is a town called Gualieta. I don't know how much I'm saying mm-hmm. it correctly, but I think he said it's near Naples. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's something I would like to maybe go visit one day. And I do imagine like mm-hmm. 
if I run into someone and be like, hey, like I'm, I found out my great grandfather's from this place. Like, could you help me with this? Whatever. You know, that person can react, I guess, in like one or two ways in which we're thinking. Either A, they're like offended and think like, oh, just because you are, your grandfather's from here, you think you can come here and blah, blah, blah. Or B, they'd be like, oh, well, welcome. Like, it's so interesting that you're here. I just, I don't know. I just think I, think I it's tend just, to be more hopeful. And if I do offend someone, I'd be like, wait, I'm sorry. You're not clearly not the person yeah. to talk to about this. I think that the reason I'm sharing this information is because I feel like my duty as someone who has a lot of privilege and who really doesn't have a dog in this fight, right? Like there's, there's no, there's not a culture necessarily that I'm trying to connect to on any end, um, beyond the fact of just like knowing that it, it exists. And like, if, if I learn more, I learn more. But I feel like a lot of times I'm observing things that are happening around me with the intention of understanding that I grew up in a world that really lets me, in a lot of ways, move through space, um, doing what I feel and what I want, and not really always having to consider the feelings of others because it's not necessarily a country or world Which that's prefaced. And so I don't know if what I'm saying is I'm sharing this perspective because it's not one that people who may don't maybe don't follow some of the people that I follow would hear. And I also think it's something to consider in the back of your brain when you're like, I'm Irish now and like for whatever you're going to say or what, whatever version of that is, that just an understanding that like there are different perspectives of something to take into consideration when you're moving through that space and you're claiming things that there, you might be claiming an identity and, and if they're um, claiming the identity, if they're claiming, you might be claiming an identity and some people don't want their identity. (laughs) There's, there's so many variations of it. But what I'm saying is that I just think that sometimes we think, Oh, this is for me and this is mine now. And that is what it is. But I think that there's also an awareness that like not everyone always feels the same way about that or has the same perspective. And they're also coming from a good place and from that, from a culture. And so I think it's just an awareness and understanding that like I, I can exist. To be mindful of others. To be mindful of others and to be mindful of the history of, of where you came from and the reason why your family came here and, and what was going on and, and, you know, I just think there's a lot of layers to it. I don't know what's happening outside. Hellhounds, hellhounds. <laughs> um, we can just close that door, girl, because it's loud, still loud, but the door is closed now. Um, I think someone's leaving, so the dogs are free. I just think that, like, as I get older, hi, Margo. I, I, I understand, girl. It's as, okay. As I, I get, get okay. Well, as I get older, I'm just saying <laughs> She's that. Like, She's now. I know, girl. Parrot. She's here. Um, I just think. I, I, I I'm just, just really interested in my Italian heritage, and there's and even fine. a point in I'm time where I, I want to I want to go. I don't ever want to do the test. I just mm-hmm. don't want to do that stuff. But you know, whenever I go to like family holiday things, like mm-hmm. we would always go to my dad's family, which was like the Italian side, and it was like you know stereotypical Italian stuff, like a huge pot of sauce, like raviolis, mm-hmm. uh, meat being cooked in the sauce, like. Mm-hmm. You know, Sambuca after your, yeah. you know, you know, very much Italian. Um, and my uncle, my uncle Charlie, would always just tell us stories about what it was like back in the day when mm-hmm. they first moved here, and and so for me, it's like, yeah, I would love to go to Italy and sort of. I'm not gonna go there and be like, hey, what's a pizza pie? You know, like like yeah. be like a stereotypical asshole. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if. Yeah. So. I can't I speak to the assholes all around the world who aren't great people who do bad shit, but I don't know if... Yeah. I th- But I think it's just an under... I don't know if that should stop me from going to Italy. I'm, again, you know I'm, I'm not saying that anyone shouldn't go to Italy or shouldn't look up their family or shouldn't... Or shouldn't I think what you're saying is just to be aware. With the roots of Correct their me if family. I'm wrong, but like just be aware and be mindful and do your research. Yeah, be aware, be mindful. Um, And don't... And just... um, I... I'm coming open, at it from multiple right? perspe- multiple perspectives, right? I'm coming to it just trying to understand and diminish, not diminish, but like as someone who has privilege, as a white person, as a, uh, in some spaces as American, yeah. as you know, as a straight cis, like any of any of that kind of stuff. It's like I am just always trying to make sure that I'm speaking less than I'm listening to certain situations, and so. I think it's important to just take in that information and understand that, like, yeah, you can do it exactly whatever you you want to do, but I don't think it's ever <laughs> a bad idea. <laughs> I don't think it's ever a bad idea to kind of stop 
and, and pause, yeah. And pause and just also understand that, like, while this is your family's experience and while culturally things have been passed down, that there's still, um, it's still not your firsthand experience of, like, your family that came over. And so it's just you bridging your experiences growing up in a country in the way that you have with the experience of your family that came over, with the experience of the family that never came over. And understanding that those are different experiences and that you can still be connected to them, but there's an ownership of experience as opposed to um, a connection to culture and to um, so to learning. My grandfather. So what do you mean by that, though? Mm. Like, what does that mean to understand the difference of experiences? Mm-hmm. Like, what would be an example of me or so, anybody? You grew up in a country that you've never left. and. Right and your family before you came over here, there's different struggles that they yeah. went through and different experiences that they had in time right. and space. I understand that, but how yeah. would that be, what is the manifestation of that? Like, mm-hmm. what would I do to elicit you to tell me that? Right? Wait, I don't know what you mean. Like you're saying, there are two different experiences. Mm-hmm. So what would I... I think there's a conversation <laughs> of like, you have, you But you I'm trying have... to understand like, okay, cool. Okay. That seems obvious to me, right? Obviously, they were from a different country. Yeah. I'm from a different country, so we have different experiences. Yeah. What would prompt someone to be like, hey, hey, just because you had an experience where you're from doesn't mean they had the experience that they're from. Like, I'm trying to understand what, what does that mean? Mm. I mean, I, I haven't been in this specific scenario. I'm just, I'm just talking about things, perspectives of people like that like are going through. There would be something I would do that might... Mm-hmm suggest that I feel like I'm mm-hmm. the same as the people from the other country. Mm-hmm. And maybe there and maybe there is, but I don't know. Oh, I don't, okay. I'm just trying might, I'm honestly just be. trying to understand. And there might be what you're, what you're there saying. might be a, an overstepping that happens or an over talking and over whatever it is that happens where someone has to be reminded of like we are connected, but also we have different experiences and different, you know, what it is to be this in this country at this time is different than what it was to be this in this country so at that time. So just because we're from the same place. Mm-hmm. I think there's a con- there's a connection. I there's think it's clearly just... a difference in in terms of like while there is that connection, that doesn't mm-hmm. mean mm-hmm. that maybe I'm afforded the same rights. Maybe not rights. Well, is I mean, the right there's word, no rights the same, to uh, entitlements almost as mm. the person from the original country, or vice versa. I don't know if it's about necessarily an entitlement. I, I think that. Um, yeah, there. she went over there to lay down. I think that there's, it's not that there's a right or wrong answer. I'm just saying that like there has to be an, uh, I, I think in general, it's like the way that I look at it is yes, I, I, my family comes from these places and, and mm-hmm. there's culture and it's affected by that. But ultimately, ultimately my experience is 2019 American growing up um, and either being treated worse or better for certain things because of the time and space that we're in. And so when I'm learning about things that have happened in my family or in my culture, anything that goes further back, I think it's just more of a reverence and, an, uh, and a listening and a, and a learning and ex- in talking about my experience, but also understanding that like there, there are going to be people who feel differently about your claim to things for sure. But I think it's, it's, not entitlement. It's removing entitlement. Uh, that wasn't the right it. word, but I just it's I was just, just trying to understand like yeah, what's the I mean, faux I think pas when, that when would you're happen. in the situation, you'll be in the situation or not. I mean, it's yeah. not something that I'm you know I have any cause for, but I just I think it's an awareness that like our experiences are definitely different because of the time and space that we're in. And as Americans, there's obviously a perspective of us going to other cultures and going to other places and being like, this is mine, regardless of if that's what our intention is or what the connection is. But Mm -hmm. I think that there is, um, there are quite a a few people in this world that kind of... um, And that's across the board. Get anxious about things being lost because, I mean, America's not got a great history at all but like what country does uh, true but i mean this is the one i live in and this is the one where the history is just also not very great and so i think that i there's an awareness as someone who comes from a country that is also very known for kind of going here and taking this and wanting this and putting our name on that that i just want to step back and say i'm learning colonial i'm learning yeah colonizers yeah well exactly thanks to the british 
Exactly. So, um, but we've, but you know, we learned from the best and so we passed it on. And so it's, I think that there's an okay. awareness of who we are as Americans and how, how we're seen. And just knowing that when we go back to these places that it's not like, we're not trying to, we don't want to take anything and it's not about changing and it. it's observing how things are and understanding that like our experience is different, but we are ultimately connected. It's just, um, yeah, I think it's just, you know, more conversation, if anything. But, you know, it's just an awareness. That was deep in thought. Yeah. Margo's deep in that pillow. I'm done with say, you. I going to say a different P word. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, good conversation. Um, what time is it? Um, it's 11. We went far longer than I think yeah, we Yeah, girl. Did. Um, we want to give a shout out to our Patreon BBs. If you want to support the podcast, if you like us, you can also review us on iTunes and all these fun places. Ooh, let's check if there's any. But I want to give a shout out to some of our BBs. We have Brett Newdick Newman, mm-hmm. sponsor of this episode. Doesn't even want to promote anything. Just great. Just listening to greatness, being greatness. We super appreciate you. Thank you for supporting the podcast. We do it for you. We have Priscilla, Queen of the Desert Ramirez. We have Andrew, uh, Surrey on Top Shire. We have Cardo. It's just... You're just the love of my life, Barajas. And we have Sam, it's too much, Brodere. And it's time for the tuckening. We have Libby Root, Sarah McCoy, Kat Cotto, Dean Downer, Valerie Hasbum, Tessa Violet, Ramla Hussein, Daniel Leonard, Tessa. Teresa Morales, Kyle Iki, and Kate. And I also want to give a shout out to a $1 Patreon. The $1 BB. Uh, Jonathan Spillman. Spillman? Sh- Spillman. Spillman. Um, so again, close to Spellman. shout out to all of you. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. <sighs> um, if you are a Patreon BB, you get early episodes. Like I think I released an episode like 18 days early recently. So we just dropped a bunch last night. So yeah. if you want to hear basically all of December, jump in now. Yeah, we're recording all of this shit before we both leave for Asia. Hell yeah. So just getting it out there. Getting it done. Um, that's it. You can find me Megan Tundra on most oh, things. Find me Keith at our crew on most things. Good night and, and goodbye. goodbye.